0: Here we are at uh, Podster pop-up studio at the STEP conference 2023 in Dubai. It's lovely being outside and outdoors in Dubai, and this uh, media city. And uh, this is what we do around the uh, conferences around the world. We did it in Barcelona, we did it in uh, uh, Lisbon, we did it in Dubai so many times. And here we are in Singapore and we are here today at the STEP conference. We are the Change Officer Podcast. What is the Change Officer Podcast? Uh, we are uh, finding out the officers of change, the people who did some big changes in their life, be it business change or be it life change. And today we have a true changer or change officer, uh, Lloyd Lobo. Hello and welcome to the Change Officer Podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. Great to be here in this lovely Dubai.
0: <laughs> oh, it is, it is. Uh, uh, you are the true change officer. Uh, What I mean is you changed your life. You changed your life. You changed your business so many times. So what is the biggest change that you did in the past, let's say, one year or two years?
1: I think the biggest change is um, in the past year, I sold a majority stake in my company to a private equity firm. We had bootstrapped the company, so it it did well. Immediately after that, I I got COVID. I I kept telling my wife for the longest time, we'll celebrate when the funding is done. And then what happens is we book a ticket to Bora Bora for everyone, but I get COVID. We all get COVID and I land in the hospital. And I realized then that life is not about, you know, you don't build Rome in a day. The only way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. (laughs) The same thing with your family. You don't wait for a big occasion to celebrate. Wake up and smell the roses every day. Lift up your head celebrate a little bit every day. And here I am in the hospital, I'm not sure if I'm gonna live or die, and I'm crying, and I said to myself, man, if I could go back in time, I wish i spent more time with my family. Came back from the hospital, our company hired 100 people, and I forgot about everything I said in the press, everything I said to my family, and, and I was working, working, working like crazy. My eight-year-old comes to me and she says, Dad, you're worse than before. Everything you said in the media that you should have spent more time with your family when you had COVID, like reflecting back, was a lie. And I said, listen, we've got like 100 more people now. We got to care for them, make sure the future of the company is set. And she says to me, Dad, why don't you go and work for a founder who thinks like you so you can spend more time with us? My heart sank. I'm like, we had already sold a majority stake, And um, I was going to step down from the company. They were putting in new leadership. So we said, you know, rather than staying back in San Francisco and playing into the FOMO of start another company, VC and stuff, let's disconnect. We had a lot of friends and family in Dubai. Dubai is also an extremely safe place. Dubai is Miami meets Vegas on steroids, (laughs) right? And Dubai is one place where you can go to the Palm or JBR and get the feel of Miami just 10 times safer or go to Karama and experience Mumbai on the same day. And it's safe. And so we picked Dubai and, and literally the change I made was left San Francisco where all my kids were born, spend the last 25, 30 years in the US and Canada um, and uprooted and moved to Dubai. So change in the business.
0: Talking about the change. Right, <laughs> the,
1: uh, the change in the personal life and then, of course, my health also significantly improved. I dropped about, like, 30 kilos in the last eight, nine months.
0: We, you will send me the photo you were showing me. Uh, and I really... The first thing... I, I will have to be very honest with you. First thing, when I saw you, this guy is healthy. Yeah, that's, that's that, very that, kind of you. That, that is the first impression I got. Like, uh, not to mention satisfied or whatever. But I'm just saying, this guy is healthy. Doing things as it should. You know, you mentioned earlier that... Uh, Exercising, Being surrounded with one, uh, happy di- people. You yeah. know,
1: all my life, I realized I chased success looking for happiness. I did two startups that failed. I did an events company where the co-founder ran away with quarter million dollars, I had to swim, and then did Boast, which was successful. Um, all my life, but I chased success looking for happiness. Finally, I realized success finds you if you're in a happy state of mind. So you have to think because happiness, if you're happy, you attract happiness, you exactly. accept, attract positivity. I believe in this law of attraction. And, and so what puts me in a happy state of mind? Seeing my kids do stupid things, going out in the nature, smelling the beach, smelling, uh, smelling the sand, smelling nature and working out there, dancing, spending time with close friends, eating good food and, and talking nonsense for hours right? Uh, bringing people together, traveling. So do things that make you happy because if you don't take care of yourself, you will never be able to take care of your family or your business. You know, on the plane, they say, put your oxygen mask first for a reason. If you don't put your oxygen mask on yourself, Both you of can. Your own, you yeah. can. Yeah. And so the most important, uh, you're the protagonist of your life. If you live an unhealthy life and you die, it's no good or or you have no energy, you're burnt out, you're depressed, you're no good to your business because they'll kick you out and you're no good to your family. So it's important to look after yourself first, take time to disconnect. Self-care is never selfish. It's the only way, it's good stewardship towards the only way you can create value in the world. So take care of yourself.
0: Many people would say, uh, listening to you now, and I I, I fully 100% agree because everybody's saying like, enjoy the journey. Yes, uh, but journey has to be healthy, has to be happy, has to, has to be fulfilling. And, and, and this is what you you basically are enjoying. But many people would say now, oh, okay, it's easy for Lloyd to say. He exited now and he's secure living in Dubai. It's, uh, Dubai is a dream of many people. But uh, what things would you do or what things you wouldn't do if you had to start today you know, like your your bread and butter company, like you have yeah, to...
1: Yeah, so the things what I are would the do, learnings? I would prioritize more time for family and disconnection. I was always 24-7. Like people would say, man, this guy responds in seconds. Because when you're starting out, you're doing customer service and sales and product and everything yourself. Eight heads, nine kids right? ten heads. But know. the thing is, if you disconnected, the world wouldn't come to an end. Everything can be an emergency. Look at it this way life and business is a marathon it's not a sprint if you sprint in a marathon what will happen to you a marathon is run like you know 70 miles 42 miles whatever if you sprint in a marathon what's going to happen you're going to die right that's a reality so don't kill yourself take time off i would i would take deliberate weekends off and yes if it's an emergency call me there's never an emergency yeah spend more time with family focus on focus on health I'll tell you, I was a refugee of the Gulf War. You made this point of it's the journey. I tell people now, it's neither the journey nor the destination. People say it's not the destination, it's the journey. It's not the journey, it's it's the destination. When we were refugees of the Gulf War, we were sitting on this rickety bus from Kuwait that went to Baghdad and Jordan. And it was on this highway of death and everything was getting bombed. I wasn't sure if we were going to live or die. I was like maybe eight years old. But everyone on the bus, my parents and all the adults, They were playing the guitar, singing. And I realized something. You might be on a shitty journey on the way to hell, but with great companions, you're (laughs) laughing and singing along the way. And so it's neither the destination nor the journey. It's the companions you choose to hang out with that matter the most. The companions you spend time with impact your mental health, Uh, impact your physical well-being, everything. They say, right? You become the sum of the five people you surround yourself with. Yes,
0: average average of five people you are surrounded with. And Dubai is an amazing city to be surrounded with the relaxed people. Exactly.
1: That's why (laughs) I I dropped 30 kilos here. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: and, and relaxed people talking about uh, light topics and so on. I started my uh, uh, retreat with the top management uh, 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 saying uh, like... uh, uh, I have to differentiate, and this is my question to you. I have to differentiate. Me is not equal. Not equals the company. If me equals company, that will kill me. And the company tomorrow. is not scalable. Nobody and, and, wants your company. Exactly, they will not buy it. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I, I'm lucky enough to have really amazing top management, which is handling even this year, which is uh, challenging, whatever. But they're really doing the, the the best of it. And I am, believe it or not, we didn't met uh, before, but uh, uh, I had. More kilos. I, I wasn't in a, in, a, in a worse shape, and I I, I didn't exercise. I, I I you know like I my, my was so much unhealthy. Now I'm getting there slowly, and it took it it. And then it that's a journey also. It's not a sprint. Like okay, I, I gained uh, so much kilos here in Dubai, and I will I want to lose it in two months. No, you also have to take it as a journey. It's a and lifestyle. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a lifestyle,
1: a lifestyle. Yeah. because the thing is this. Um, every time I do fat diets and yo yo, and now I've been the yeah. same because consistency is one thing that there's compound interest on exactly. and what is success ultimately doing one or two things really well consistently over time you know and what you, you aristotle
0: says you are what you repeatedly do exactly and, and that killed me you know like the, i think this is the best diet i was ever on i lost 15 kg you know like only by thinking you are what you repeatedly do you, you are
1: know? what you repeatedly do and and you know what the hard thing is Everyone relies on motivation, right? Motivation is hard for anyone. I'm not a self-motivated individual. I need systems. So my wife always says, I'm going to say a joke. I don't know if it's yeah. kosher or not. My wife always brings all this candy and stuff in the house for the yeah. fridge. And I'm like, I'm a sugar addict. So, so one of the things I did to, to bring my health back to life is I stopped drinking and smoking. I used to vape a lot. Uh-huh. Before that, I used to smoke. I stopped drinking, smoking. I haven't drank or smoked in yeah. more than six months. But sugar is an addiction that I can't oh. give up. Oh. It's very hard for me. And so this, this fridge stocked with candy and everything I'm eating. So I'm like, listen, I don't have self, like, you know, why self do you bring control, this stuff? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, have self-control. I'm like, if you're trying to test my self-control, <laughs> why don't you bring some strippers home <laughs> and really <laughs> test my self-control? <laughs> right, but, the, but the
0: reality. And then, is then she'd never l- bring the candy anymore. <laughs> not like she she'd never bring she the <laughs> candy
1: <laughs> anymore. But the, the reality is very few people have self-control. What do you need is a system. Systems beat motivations all day long. So when I wake up, I wake up to eye of the tiger. As soon as I wake up, I thank I something good that happened in my life the previous day. Describe it. Like, gratitude creates a life of abundance, right? Like, because if you wake up angry, irritated, yeah. I-, I wake up, I think, I'm like, you know what? I, d- I had dinner with XYZ. It was a good conversation. Yeah. Or my kid did such and such. I thank... And then I play Eye of the Tiger and I bang out 50 push-ups. No matter what it is, the music plays, I have to. <laughs> and then I'm like set for the day. It's a system, right? It's a system and you have to create those systems. Those rituals are very important because not everyone is self-motivated, man. I am not.
0: No, many. Most of the people are not self-motivated, but processes and system. this is... Talking about processes and system. systems, the question was, what would you do differently and what would you do the same if you had to start a company now? Let's say... Again, uh, somebody ran away with your exit money. Yeah. <laughs> and now you have to start a company. What would you do the same? What would you do differently? Uh, as an advice to the, to the uh, founders of the so, company. So, you know,
1: startups are built in phases. And, and, you know, phase one is validation. Get 10 people. You have an idea. Get 10 people to pay you to try it out. You're doing nothing else. Not building a website. Not doing marketing. Get 10 people to pay you to try it out. Next phase is product market fit. What that means is expand those 10 people to 50 people and they're engaged in your product. Your leading indicator of product market fit is engagement. I'm using the product every week, every other week, and the lagging indicator of product market fit is you have high retention. If you sign 50 people and 45 stay, and they're still paying you, you have product market fit. Next phase is product channel fit. At product market fit, you're still not doing 100 things. You're focused on driving engagement and driving retention. Next phase is product channel fit. You figure out one repeatable, scalable channel, to acquire customers. It can be community, Both build a nonprofit community called Traction. We got all our customers through there. Uh, or it could be ads or it could be sales. But focus on one thing. And then the last phase is scale. Meaning, now you figured out one kind of customer, they keep coming to your product to get one value, and they keep coming through one channel. There's great power in one, one, one. One kind of customer, one kind of channel, getting one value. Now you're at scale, spend 75% of your time on putting fuel on that fire, on that one channel and then 25% of the time test new things. Where founders fail is like, they reach a point of scale and they're like, now on this 25%, I'm gonna do 100 things. I raised this money so I'm gonna build a team in in Europe. I'm gonna also build a new product. I'm also going to try five marketing channels and then you fail. When you had no money, you methodically got 10 customers. You methodically put them and and expanded the product. You ran a cohort-based exercise, and then you figure out a channel. Now you have money, so you're spending everywhere. Don't do that. Again, go. if you want to go to a new market, you won't hire a big team there. You would test out. Maybe you start calling from here to see if there is potential there. Go through the same thing, validation, product-market fit, product-channel fit, and scale. Or you want to add a new product. Figure out if there's a market for it. Validate it, talk to 10 people, or talk to existing customers. Get them to try it out. Then go full-blown. What a lot of founders do is they don't focus and focus is the hard thing I've I've been a victim of this one kind of customer one kind of channel one kind of value starting with and then expand and and the second thing is not taking care of myself personally like you know uh, burning out more than you should spend time with family create happiness in your life if you create happiness you will attract positive energy. I won't I'll tell you a very personal story. I, I, I believe in this. So my, uh, my wife's a very smart doctor at Stanford. She got into medical school without entrance exams. Her parents oh. didn't want her to marry me. It's like, this guy's going to amount to nothing. And I, was, I only worked at startups. And, and the startup I was running product and growth at in 2008, shut down with the recession. So my wedding was called off. From 2008 till now till the PE deal happened I told my wife every week I will retire at 40 (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know how but I would tell her and she would laugh one startup failed two startups failed she's a doctor so she's paying the bills then I did an events company the guy ran away with money then I did both I kid you not I said that retire at 40 so many times the week of my 40th birthday the PE term sheet happened the week and my wife is like what the? if you ask me in the summer before my birthday i would still say it she's like how is it going to happen <laughs> the week of my 40th birthday is the deal went through so there is this thing where if you put yourself in a state of mind and believe it, it you attract it it's not magic because obviously you keep saying it you do action it's, it. it's abundance it's abundance it's abundance gratitude brings abundance
0: Exactly. And uh, uh, so, so uh, in today's world, what is the difference? Uh, do you see different approach to startups and business here in Middle East and uh, in Silicon Valley or, or whatever you worked?
1: So, you know, the one thing I like about the Middle East is, you know, people complain there's not enough capital. In Middle East? In the Middle East. Not enough funding for startups. Ah, yeah. Right? Not enough funding for startups. The Silicon Valley has an abundant funding of startups. But what happens is when you... What do you call it? More people, more companies die of indigestion than starvation, right? It's a famous quote by, I think it was Intel Intel or HP. What what that means is when you raise money and you don't have value for it, other people's money, and you're backed with like, you know, let's say you raise $10 million. You have some early growth. The VCs are gonna be show me growth, show me growth, show me growth. And then you're gonna do crazy things. It's easy when you have a lot of money to be frivolous with that money, right? More companies die of, indigestion than starvation. So there's a thing or two about starving. So I I view my perspective on life and change where, look on the brighter side, the glass is always half full. There may be less money for startups here, but what does that mean? It forces you to talk to more customers. It forces you to be deliberate with your testing, your customer acquisition, frugal. What happens if on your own, on customer money, by getting customer revenue, you get to five, 10 million? You know the benefits of that? You can minimize your dilution when the VC comes. You can have more equity in your company. You don't even need VC, sometimes you can take debt. Like we took uh, like 20 or 30 million in debt at 3% or so very low interest rate. All day long, debt is cheaper than than venture capital in that situation, right? Now there's a place for venture capital
0: too. If you have an idea how we'll return the money, (laughs) like instead of some convertible note or something like that. Exactly, so
1: I I think the glass is half full. In Silicon Valley, you know, they say, if you want to be in movies, you go to Hollywood. If you want to build a startup, they used to say, go to Silicon Valley. Yeah. Lots of energy, lots of vibe. What COVID has done is the cloud and COVID has dispersed that energy. I feel the same energy here that I did in Silicon Valley. I feel the same energy here that I, uh, in, in Silicon Valley that I feel in like Portugal or I feel in like Barcelona. The energy has become global now. And so, if you have an idea and you have access to Wherever customers, you, you can start a company. Exactly. And, and so, I, I think the glass is half full. You know, it's very easy to complain, I don't have this, I don't have that. If you look at the best entrepreneurs, Airbnb almost went bankrupt. You know, they, they built the, um, the cereal boxes with Obama, Obama owes, yeah. and they sold that, right? Uh, lack of resources creates, brings out the best in you. Necessity is the mother of all investments, Pain is the precondition for growth. Without pain and suffering, you can't grow. J.K. Rowling, right? She was rejected by hundreds of, of uh, publishers.
0: Bill Gates, also, yeah. So many stories. She's around the that. best,
1: most yeah. successful author, and and the most, the greatest idea of all times, Harry Potter, right? So I think you need a little bit of suffering, and when you have a life of, you start with a life of abundance. Um, you don't. Y- you can't appreciate that suffering. It's easy to be frivolous. You know, there was a saying. I, I'm not sure who said it, but they say, um, tough times create tough yeah. people, right? Yeah. Strong people. Strong people create they say, good times. They and say good that, times create weak people.
0: Yeah, that this uh, this saying is uh, also something like that is uh, uh, said to. Uh, beset by uh, Sheikh Rashid uh, Al Maktoum, uh, the, the, the first r- ruler of Dubai. Anyhow, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, so, so many uh, things here and uh, uh, you're happy to be here. You're grateful to be here. I'm,
1: I'm happy and grateful to be here.
0: Spending time with your family and... Uh, Quality of life has 10 Yeah. because
1: a, a few things. Yeah. Negative energy is a big thing, right? The, you, in Dubai, for some reason, nobody talks about negative things. No. There's no negative news. No. There's no negative energy. No, no there's not this politics left-wing, right-wing, yeah. cancel, yeah. woke this like, just, just positive energy. Coupled with uh, positive people, safe, and uh, people here work to live. I feel like in Silicon Valley, sometimes you lose sight and you live to work. You're only working, <laughs> working, working, <laughs> working, right? Think about it. Um, the average American works like 60 to 80 hours a week. Then you spend all this time doing busy work, grocery shopping, picking and dropping yeah. kids, uh, from school and that's it and 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 you pay uh, between property tax and uh, sales tax and your salary income tax you're paying more than 50 percent right you have enough energy and money left to eat maybe one two good dinners a week and maybe do a two-week vacation a year you retire then you take a mortgage for 30 years then to to keep up with the social well-being you you lease cars or you b- uh, buy cars you basically take out more loans to buy more stuff you retire at 65, at 78, you die. 12 years to live, <laughs> right? And exactly. and it's like this hamster wheel. What I love about Dubai, one, is positive energy. Um, two, it's extremely safe. Three, it's like, it's a city from the future. Like I said, Miami meets, Dubai, Miami meets Vegas on steroids. The fourth thing is Dubai understands convenience. Everything from my groceries to my chiropractor to my doctor comes home if you can and the price is not higher Right, even your gasoline comes home. So if everything is delivered to you, you know What is the most important thing to being happy? It's freedom. How do you get freedom by getting more time in your day right now? You're strapped to everything right when when I was there. It's like strapped to work run drop pick kids Now everything is done for me. So I have more time hence. I have more freedom
0: success is freedom this is exactly, this was the ad for Dubai and not paid ad, but the ad that we all feel living in Dubai. And I sincerely want you to live more than 12, 24 or more years in Dubai and have that smile not, that you have on not your face. I'm you know. let's, let's end this conversation here. I wish to thank you for your time and your positive energy, your smile and, uh, and the talking about the the most important things in life, family, mental health and happiness. So I think we should continue this conversation Definitely. over the coffee, but also let's do one uh, one hour podcast and then uh, discuss all the topics uh, in our studio. in Poster. Thank you very much for being here, Lloyd. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much.
0: So this is what we need. Uh, people with the positive energy, uh, uh, good mental health, uh, good physical health and uh, uh, appreciating the most important thing in life, and that is family and that is yourself. So. This, is the, this was the life advice for all of you uh, uh, who are in business and also the other advice who are uh, in business. Visit STEP conference or visit any conference and get inspired by the people like Lloyd Lobo. Thank you very much for being here in Thank the Potsdam so with us. Thank you very much. You. Thank you so much.